The hallucinogen ran down the loom of Jules' spine, electrifying its circuitry. Piston-like percussion drove him to pound his legs harder and harder down on Disco Valley dirt. In the morphogenic field of the bodies at its centre, he felt himself lifting off, doing moves he never thought possible. Oh, the wisdom of the body! He overrode out-of-control alert alarms and tumbled in the flurry of eddies of orally excited air. His distended third eye, like a guardian thalamus gyrus feeler, in sync with the beat. His feet maintained traction with terra firma as the rising intensity of the lunatic full moon beamed down on the acid disco inferno. Vivid costumed dancers biomechanically oscillated like night-glow ingredients in a gurgling stew of sound. Surrounding them was the brushwork spells of Zoo's ring of fluorescent fire that looked like flaming mother-in-law's tongues. Hieroglyphic symbol paintings hung off branches through which leapt a unicorn, the sound coming out of black speakers of the PA at the edge of the jungle whisked everything like an egg beater. Electromagnetically, neutrons and protons inside particles of audio unhinged themselves from their sound bite husks, turning Disco Valley into torrents of plasmatic electricity. Dancing bodies became a collective pulmonary hyperventilating vast amounts of cubic air infused with disco valley dust. Jules microscoped into multicellular form where free radicals zoomed every which way. Pumatically peddling, his body became an automated buggy. Sub-personalities of his spit-off self laughed at him from the plasmatic soup on the other side of the fisheye lens he was viewing them through. Shuttlecocks of thought appeared. He turned them into ping-pong balls and flicked them away. Gravity was glutinous. He felt like rhubarb pudding, yet his automatic pilot had him phase-locked in a rhythmism, reflexively synced in soma-saturated sound waves, stretching brain plasticity in the swirling gyrosity of a supra-conscious telepathic group mind. The woozy dissolving of the interior lattices of his rhubarb stalk self had been scary. Cognitive dissidents jackknifed him. Fear defences had been scrambled when waves of anxiety hit like turbulence as the microdot peeled him down through metis to axon dendrites where medulla obligata merged with the transpersonal, where DNA matrices Microbinary spun inside thonic corpuscles of plasmatic soup. It was there in the realm of mystical drug tech that he was hit with a transfiguring thunderbolt to the center of his cerebellum that was like an apotheosis deliverance, cracking the epistemological sump of a solipsistic self. Then an elephant appeared. Lord Ganesh glowed with a cheerful aura that brought calm to Jules' psychonaut-beaten brow. He felt his heartstrings plucked like a harp and was struck by the realisation that he was at the exact same spot 
of his last encounter with the elephant god, the exact same spot where he'd melted in a lingering kiss with pillowy lips after he had dismounted the elephant on the half moon with the Disco Valley Mistress of Ceremonies. Then Mistress Zhu appeared in a hallucination, presenting him a chalice inside which he couldn't tell whether it was wine or blood. He wondered about the complex Scorpio waters he saw in her horoscope, the extremes of which he could imagine her, a nun, a temple harlot, a high priestess. He pondered her dalliance with the dark dreadlock DJ, the apogee of which she was evidently in rebound of, with himself now seemingly on track to be the recipient of. Fresh into the psychotropo kaleidoscopic world of a goa party season, Jules was bombarded with fractal impressions, but wasn't wearing blinders. He trusted the sixth sense that looked after him. He wondered about the machinations to pull off such a party. It was though he was being initiated into a secret society that resided beneath the surface of bohemian tourism, a secret scene that only showed its true colours in plumage and intentions after midnight. Time had telescoped on the dance floor, and once again he wondered where the mistress of grand ceremonies was. Was she doing her disappearing act thing? He looked over to the DJ hut in the jungle, its shadowy comings and goings of what he supposed was a subscene cognoscenti. He pondered the special Goa music, which was doing wonders on him, filling him with bewildering fascination of the mystique of something rare, something veiled, esoteric, as though the music was coming from another planet with sound, a bridge between worlds. Suddenly, as if the valley had dropped beneath him like a huge trapdoor, he slid off the edge of his mind and tumbled into freefall, but then felt a whisker on the back of his neck. Pulling the focus on his sound and vision sensors, he turned around to be greeted by the swing of a long tail miniskirt. Cut up the thigh, it was made of strips of leather and lace with feather frills. At its centre was an Aphrodite belt pinched at the waist. Its bold burnished buckle featured the symbol of Lilith. His starry glazed eyes met green eyes that were offset with peacock shadow and stardust glitter. Libidinal voltage buzzed, metabolic circuitry raced, skin shimmered and glowed and glistened, bodies briefly bumped, trembling hands touched. All around them in Disco Valley, the lost tribe of the future galloped, full trot as Jules and Zoo, her less and less a siren, now more like a mesmerizing minx, had a conversation of dance moves. Doc was playing Communicate, Razor Made Mix by Microchip League.